Hello and welcome to the Third Space Podcast, episode number 61, Thunder High on the Mountain. In this episode, I recount a story uh, of a hiking experience that I had yesterday, in fact. It was probably the most physically demanding thing I've ever done. I'm not trying to portray myself as some kind of superhuman or in, you know, I get put in a dangerous situation and my life was threatened. I'm not trying to cash it that way, but from my perspective and my frame of reference, it was a very intense day. And so on this episode, I tell the story of what happened. Daniel asked me questions along the way, and hopefully it is entertaining. Certainly entertaining to me since I went through it, but hopefully you'll have fun listening as well. Please enjoy. Happy July 4th, Independence Day. Happy July 4th, Independence Day. Uh, yeah, Which number f- is it? Is it like the 100... What, what, what birthday is America having? How old is America? 2023. Yeah, yeah, 2023. Hey, we Google, sh- how old is America? <laughs> we start at zero, right? Sorry, I didn't understand. She didn't understand. Google so, doesn't yeah, understand anything. <laughs> That's a pretty like reasonable question I thought I would answer. Yeah. Yeah. Last uh, our last podcast, we talked about fireworks and Independence Day related things, and then we're doing a podcast on Independence Day. So maybe maybe we should. I like it. Are you gonna go do the fire? You talked about how your town has like a pretty awesome fireworks show. Are you are you intending to see it like or like get a good view, or do you already just have a good view from where you're you're at? Um. I, no, it's across town. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm gonna go. Uh, this year the traffic is just too too crazy uh and last year i didn't get back <clears throat> i didn't get back until after midnight so i don't think i'm gonna i don't think i'm gonna do it this year uh and i'm yeah. pretty uh yeah. i'm pretty beat uh because i had a pretty wild day yesterday that i want to i want to tell you about well i'm dying to know so let's get to it so firstly i want to ask you a question <clears throat> what what's the most physically demanding thing that you've ever done Oh, man, I was not prepared for that. The most physically demanding thing I've ever done. I mean, I, I don't have a go-to answer for that, and I need to think about that. I'm trying to think about moments I've been at, like near pure exhaustion. Oh, I can recall once during a basketball practice we had one... Uh, we did some stupid things at the end of a game, and we should have won by a lot, and we ended up winning by like one point, and coach was furious, and so uh, I was both nervous about the practice, and he ran us so badly, and then I got stomach cramps, and I had to poop like bad, like it was, it was and, and I did not want to ask while he's mad, you know, blowing the whistle, again, 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 and uh and I finally had, coach, I gotta run to the restroom, and it was not a question, it was like, I'm leaving to go do that, and he's like... He's like, he yells at me that I'm going to uh, have to make up more laps. I'm like, fine. You know, I'm just like going to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, there's no option. And then I came back and uh, he knew I wasn't faking it or anything. I wasn't trying to get out of the running and, and he made me run a few extra. But it was just this miserable experience of being soaking wet, tired, like collapsing on the toilet. <laughs> anyway, so that's probably, and that's in high school. So, um, 
And uh, and then I've gotten slightly like heat exhaustion. Like I've never been in a like a, a really scary situation. Just like you know, I, I on Thursday of this last week, I walked thirty two thousand steps, and I realized the fatigue had really. Uh, I can walk all day, and that's what I basically had done. That's about sixteen miles, mm-hmm. and um, and it's hot outside. It's summer, you know. Yep. And I was just like, I kind of realized at the end of the day, whoo, like. That snuck up on me, the exhaustion. Because I can just walk. I mean, it's easy to take another step and another step and another step. And I can just do it all day. But yeah, it, it crept up on me. At the end of the day, when I sat down, I'm like, I'm not getting back up. Not <laughs> happening. So, um, you know, so there's that. Yeah, but I don't have a great, like, a go-to story. But like, I this this question leads me to believe you had a physically demanding day. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, so, yeah, it's a four-day weekend. Uh, this weekend, well, you know, July 4th today is a Tuesday, so I just decided to take yesterday off of work as well so I could make it a four-day weekend, which is the best kind of weekend, except for a five-day weekend, I guess. <laughs> or six. Or six-day weekend. I don't think you can have a seven-day weekend, though. Anyway. Then it's just the whole week <clears> off. <throat> I decided to uh, to take off, and since I had this long stretch uh, and the weather is really nice, you know, I've started up hiking uh, again. Um, so I decided yeah. to go on a hiking trip, uh, and I chose a hike called uh, Table Mountain, which I actually I did this hike last year, and it was very difficult. Um, so just to me, like it's got a flat top. It does. Is that why it's called Table Mountain? Okay. Yep, it does have a, a flat top. Um, and uh, what's so special? You said you've done it before. Yeah, I did it last year uh, as well, and it was v- very difficult but very rewarding. Last year I did it in September. Um, and so the the reason that I wanted to do it again this year is because I saw some pictures uh, someone posted from their hike you know, a week or two ago, and there was still a lot of snow. And so it made the scenery you know, significantly different looking. And I was like, oh, wow, that looks really cool. And I kind of want to do another big hike. And I, I, I really enjoyed it last time. So I figured, okay, I'll do it again. I'll do it again this year. Now, now when you say a big hike, and since you have a long weekend, you're, you're ready to go. What does that mean, though? What's a big hike? So this hike, the Table Table Mountain hike, is a round trip um, the whole way, I think about 13 miles. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the trailhead at the bottom is at about 6,500 feet elevation. And then the top of Table Mountain is at about 11,100 feet elevation. So it's a it's a lot of elevation gain. That's what makes it hard is because you're I was you're about to say, climbing. yeah, 13 miles is a lot, but it's not just what really tells the story is elevation and what you're doing with that and how, how difficult the terrain from step to step is and that sort yes. of thing. So, right. Like actually yeah. maybe three weeks ago I went on a hike um, to some lakes, mountain lakes that were really pretty. And when I and it was mostly flat. It didn't have a lot of elevation gain. And I kind of had the same experience that you mentioned where, you know, you're just putting a foot in front of another. And before you know it, you've walked all day. And I walked 44,000 steps on that hike. Wow. Um, and so it was <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it was all day out there hiking. <clears throat> and yeah, I definitely felt it after. This hike, however, is a totally different experience because you're going up. You're going up a mountain. Like you're, it's hard to explain, but you're standing down in a valley and you're looking up and you see like a mountain way up above you and you're like, wow, that's really high. There's no way I'm g- going to get up there. 
But you, then you do. Then you do get up there eventually <laughs> and slowly and painfully, um, but you do make it up there. So the, the way that how? this... Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, like, how um, nature savvy do you consider yourself? Like, you know, are, you you hike with a gun, is that right? I mean, if you're going to go really, really be in the wilderness kind of thing in case there's some wildlife and you need to defend yourself, is that... Yes. Um, and, like, what else, what else do you bring when you're like, I'm going to go on a long hike here? Well, so, you know, I'm not... I'm not in the wilderness wilderness like this is a trail and people go on it so you know I'm not alone totally alone um but, like, do, but you, do you overpack for water and snacks or do you just like no. add one water bottle 13 miles I'll be fine I, like I, I'm just I probably could pack more um it might be wiser to pack a little more but I brought um about three liters of water uh and then some snacks to you know to eat for lunch essentially while I'm out there some jerky um, and cheese, uh, and then my gun and that's and bear spray and that's about it. Um, and this is in a little day pack on, in your yeah. backpack or what? Okay. Yeah, just in a little backpack. Now other people hiking, you know, they gear up. They have hiking poles and big old packs, and I guess they're probably camping out and doing other stuff. But you know, that's not what I was. That's not what I was doing. Yeah. Um, this this particular hike, the way the way it works is it's a loop. Uh, and there are two, it's a, it's a loop. And then there's a jut off of the loop that goes to the peak. So you kind of climb one half of the loop, then jut off and go to the peak, come back down that jut and then go back down the other half of the loop. The okay. one, one leg of the loop, pleasant, by the way. it is. Yeah. Loops are my favorite way, way to hike. Cause then you're always seeing new stuff basically. Right. One leg of the hike is called the face trail and it is the steep one. Uh, very steep. Uh, at the bottom, there's a sign that says, like, unma- unmaintained trail, experts only, not recommended. And when you see that, you're like, should I really go up this trail? I don't know. Yeah, experts only. Expert, not just like, oh, are you physically fit? But, like, no, you need to know how to climb. And maybe you need a carabiner or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, there are no, you don't actually have to climb rocks. You don't need rock climbing gear. Um, but it is quite steep. Um, and so... I, uh, I decided to go up that one. Last year, I came uh, down that one. This year, I went up that one. And then the other, the other loop down um, is gentler but longer. It's like three miles longer, but it's not as steep. So this year, I went up the steep one and down the easy one. And that was the better way to do it because last year, when I went up the easy one and down the steep one, going down steep hills is very hard oh, i hate it it's, it's hard on my knees yes. I, I have to take baby steps i'm like uncomfortable uh i'm with you i mean i just i find that so taxing um mentally too it's yes. just like because you're just uh, that fear of of slipping makes you tense your entire body up and that's just instead of using your muscles to climb up like that's different. You do have to think. Where am I going to put my foot? How am I going to yep. go? But it's it's I'm my whole body. I'm using my uh, muscles wiser than I am if I'm going down and I'm just like like tense the whole time. So yep, that's exactly how it is. And l- last year when I was going down, it was September, so it was very dry and dusty and hot, and so it was easy to slip. I fell four or five times just you know from my feet sliding out from under me on Yikes. on the <laughs> on the dirt. This year, however, going up it. And earlier in the year, it was a little, it wasn't as dry and dusty. It was a very snowy season this winter. And so there's a lot of, a lot of moisture, um, a lot of snow still up on the, up on the, on the trail. 
But wouldn't that just make it slick? I mean, when I think, you know, well, it's like, damned if you do, damned no. if you're dry, damned if you're wet. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what they say. No, so, it, you know, if it's wet, if it's mud, then it's slick. Um, if it's dust, then it's slick. But if it's just kind of damp, lightly damp, or just normal humidity soil, then it's actually yeah. not that, not as slippery and easier to climb. That so ul- ultimately, my journey, I started this journey at 10.15 in the morning. Um, my journey up the face trail wasn't that bad. It was grueling. It was, you know, very steep, had to stop and take breaks. You know, I'm not, I'm not like a professional hiker or whatever. Not I'm an in, expert as the sign would say. Yeah. I'm not an expert. I'm in moderate shape. Uh, so, you know, like I can do it, but you know, I'm sure there are people who could, you know, tackle this thing far better than I could, but there are also plenty of people who just simply could not do this at all you're not you're saying you're not in like danger you're not at the borderline of not doing it you might be right in the middle like you're fine you're totally fine doing this it's just tiring it's just a good workout yes and so i i made my way up it's about three miles um from the trailhead to where the uh the loop juts out and goes up to the uh you know up to the to the peak um and so, you know, once I made it through the, the really steep part, then it just became moderately steep and I didn't have to stop and take breaks anymore. I could just kind of plod, plod on. And at that point, there was more snow. Uh, like, actually, you know, it's kind of weird on July 3rd to encounter snow. I know. Um, That's odd to me. But there's significant amounts of snow. It was very reminiscent of when you and I went to Japan and we climbed Mount Oyama. Uh, I was literally going to ask you. <clears throat> yes. Yes, Oyama, and we, all day doing various, I mean, that was an exhausting day. That, that was, actually flashed across my mind yes. when we said some of the most taxing, because we also got sunburned pretty badly, <laughs> you yeah. in particular, yeah. and so and that, that is an additional exhaustion factor, and we put sunscreen on too, it just didn't, not enough, I guess, and we didn't coat up again and again, yeah. um, and that was, it, it also was an epic journey up the mountain, some train, some walking, some mm-hmm. climbing, some... Yes. Um, you know, cart going, it just felt, and it was a long day. So that just felt freaking forever. And I was exhausted by the end. So, um, Prior, you compare yes. your, your exhaustion, like, like this hike, I'm assuming something goes awry in this story, but <laughs> if you were to do this hike normally, um, would you say it's a similar exhaustion factor? So pr- prior to doing this hike that I would have classified that as the most physically demanding perhaps, um, because you know, well, we were, yeah, like you said, we were in like a little sky lift and trains and stuff for there some were, of the day. There were, yeah, there were moments of air conditioning and moments of rest, but, you but, know. but we took, you know, we, we, when we made it to the top of the, um, the lift, we hiked to the peak of the mountain and that hike was, I don't remember, a couple hours. And it was like by the end of it, you were climbing rocks, and it was very strenuous. And that's the part I Do you remember. Remember the school children too? And we're oh yeah, they were just, <laughs> zoom, just odd. zooming up and down, just going everywhere. And old people in their like sixties. It was wild. <laughs> I just like yeah. yeah anyway, so that wild. that was the most that was and probably probably is still the most challenging terrain that I've hiked on, and the duration wasn't long enough for it to really measure up to this particular hike because this hike is so long it was much more physically demanding and it was just as steep in a few places as um as that hike in japan so um anyway lots of snow just as there was on the japan trip which we i think we did in july so i think the elevations are kind of similar too 
Okay. Um, and so you have to cross snow every now and then. And uh, eventually, I made it onto the jut out that leads to the peak. Uh, by the way, I don't think I mentioned this, but uh, when you get to the peak of Table Mountain, you you are standing right in front of Grand Teton itself, the massive peak. You know that's well well known. Oh, wow. um, yeah, like and one of very, the best places to take pictures, like maybe in the country. <laughs> yeah, very visually stunning, and you're standing right in front of it, like you're right there. So it's a crazy view, and that's why I kind of wanted to go back and do this hike again because I saw that view last year and it was amazing. So I wanted to do it again. So I started. You know, now now I can see Table Mountain in the distance up high, and I can see the little peak of Grand Teton peeking out from behind it. And so I start my uh, my plod up. It's kind of a plateau. It's not flat like you would imagine a plateau. It's still fairly, it's a moderate incline. Um, not steep enough to where I had to stop and rest often, but steep enough to where you know you're you're basically breathing hard the whole way. Um, amid all of this hiking, I'm passing people that are coming down. Um, and I probably saw maybe 25 or 30 people that I passed. You know, they were going down, I was going up. And when you pass people, you know, you say hello, and they usually say something like, oh, good luck, or the view's worth it, keep going, all that stuff. Um, yeah, some encouraging, just nice interactions, yeah. But the further, the further I went up close to the top, I started to notice it getting a little bit darker. Uh, and, you know, this is the middle of the day. It's about 12.30 p.m., 12.30 or 1 p.m. at this point uh, that I had made it, you know, starting at 10.15 and making it up to the top. And so I turned around. How shaded over, is it, by the way? Like, not sh- are you in the Not woods? shaded. No, no. Down, down on the steep part, there's trees and you're shaded. But after you make it kind of above the tree line, there's not really any cover. Um, and it's just open. So it started to get a little dark. And so I turned and looked over my shoulder and I saw that in the valley, you know, where I had kind of come up from, clouds were rolling in and I could see over the peak of one of the other mountains a rain falling from the clouds and I was like oh well good thing that's back there and I'm up here and not gonna have to worry about that <laughs> thankfully um and so yeah, yeah I can, I'm can, sure that doesn't come into the story again you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I you know continue plodding along I pass some more people and they're like oh the view's amazing keep up and I'm like oh I hope I make it before those clouds back there ha 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 and they're like oh you'll make it just all you know nice happy talk and then, uh, so I keep going, and kind of a young couple uh, around our age, um, they had their poles and their packs, and they looked like they kind of knew what they were doing, and they were going faster than me. And they, so they came up from behind me and passed me, and yeah, I forget what we said, just your normal pleasantries or whatever in the comment about the clouds, and they, they kept going, and I kept going. Well, then I started to hear thunder kind of rumbling back back off behind me and I was like oh well it's down in the valley I hope it's not gonna come this way but yeah. I turned turned around to look uh, and the clouds had started to seriously encroach up on where I was uh, and Is then your view of these clouds pretty great like do they look ominous like yes. you're getting a big wide view of the sky oh, I'm absolutely imagining they like are you can they are dark or or gray like I want to know yeah they're gray they're not are they flashing is this you know yes kind of yeah they're they're not black I've seen blacker scarier clouds so it wasn't wasn't quite that but they were dark clouds obviously with rain falling um, yeah. and above directly overhead as they rolled in, it was kind of swirling and like that de- definitely you look at it and you go, Oh, this is 
inclement weather incoming. Yeah. This isn't nor normal puffy clouds. And then as I turned to look back over the valley, I saw a streak of lightning hit uh, a different, you know, one of the other peaks out in my view, but still, I mean, Dang. you know, you're, you're looking at it. And the thunder that came from that lightning was, it, I've never heard thunder like that. Like it cracked and then I guess it bouncing off of the mountains, re reverberating back and forth. It just went on forever. This long <laughs> peal of thunder that was kind of like, wow, wow. And, you know, I look up the slope and the two people who had passed me, the young couple who had passed me, were obviously stopped. They stopped and were like trying to decide what to do. Like, where do they keep going? Do they turn around or what? And what do you do? Right. Well, they didn't and have how long. How close are you to the summit? Probably, you know, it's like, dang, we've come. The it's like a whole oh, day event. And here it's we like, are. <laughs> it's within sight. Um, if I didn't have any impediments and were, was able to keep up my pace, I probably could have made it in about another thirty-five minutes or so. Also, uh, what do you? How tech? How techy are your clothes? What are you? What are you? Are you cotton, a t-shirt. A t-shirt and like, shorts. A t-shirt and shorts. Just a cotton t-shirt. Just the hilariously not techy. You don't. I'm mean, okay. well. You don't need techy, really. Sweat whisking. You no, know, no sweat whisking or stretch or any. Well, this is not um, the temperature, Under Armour material. No, this is not. You don't need any of that. And actually, the temperature was so pleasant that you know I wasn't sweating profusely. Um, I mean, the temperature was probably in the at the bottom of the mountain, probably in the low 70s and by the time I made it up to the top it was probably in the low 60s so it was very yeah. very pleasant hiking wet weather until the storm came in so I started you know I saw the lightning and the thunder was crazy um, but there's no cover there's no trees or rocks or anything if I were to stop and turn around it would take me another 35 or 40 minutes to get to any area that's even remotely close to being considered cover and if I continued forward, like I said, it's probably 30, 30 minutes to the to the peak. And the peak, you know, you mentioned Table Mountain sounds like it's flat. It is flat, but it's kind of like a little peg had been raised up out of the ground. And so there's a kind of an almost sheer face to it and then a flat top. And there's some boulders around the bottom. So that would be the only cover or is those boulders up ahead. Um, but it was, like I say, 30 or 35 minutes still. And so, anyway, do you, what are you what are you thinking? Are you thinking um, convenience, or are you thinking safety? Are you like, ah, oh, this is gonna be annoying with rain, or is it a little bit? Is it a little bit scary? Well, it, it it almost didn't matter what I thought because I couldn't. There was nothing I could do anyway, right? So and that's what I'm saying. There's no there's no decision that seems optimal here. There there wasn't yeah. a decision that was optimal, and I was concerned because you know a mountaintop isn't exactly the best place to be if there's lightning around it's actually <laughs> the worst perhaps the worst be. place to be so i was concerned and i noted that you know th it was dangerous um potential danger and i did not want to get rained on because it's pretty unpleasant to be soaking wet uh hiking but yeah. like i say i didn't there's nothing i could do about it and things got worse pretty quickly because about as soon as that huge peal of thunder happened, hail started falling. And what? <laughs> That's not what I expected. Yeah. And so it Jeez. started it started kind of slow at first and, you know, about dime sized hail. Um 
And I would, that could, is that dangerous for the human to be outside in this? No, like, no, 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 it okay. wasn't. Is it, it painful as the dime-sized hail's falling? Not, like? not really. It, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't the density of like an ice cube. You know, it was more like a snowball. Um, so when it yeah, hit you, okay. it kind of broke apart for the most wait, wait, part. Are you with the people? No. Where are you? Like okay. they, they, they are up. They passed me and are up ahead. They're probably probably 100 yards or so ahead of me um, up the slope. Uh, and it I'm starts... just wondering if like this situation would almost encourage teamwork. I don't know why. You well, know, I thought, just like, oh, God. Yeah, I thought maybe. I thought maybe they would stop and wait for me or something. But as soon as the hail started falling, they almost comically turned around and started just... I, you can't sprint down a mountainside... But they came as close as you could to it. Like it looked dangerous. Near what they panic. Were doing. Yeah, yeah, they like, they looked <laughs> panicked. They looked, af- like seriously afraid, and they they were. That bothers me for a it, couple of reasons. It, you know, you should be the experts. You have all the equipment. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry, but there's like a male male female thing where he he needs to. He looks like, more they're, panicked. They're, yeah, that's what he, he's, they're feeding off each other. It's yes. like someone needs to be the calm one in this situation. I mean, even if it were the female, whatever, I don't care. I'm just saying that, like, the idea of two panicked people, there's a little bit of, like, hey, one of you needs to, like, be in control here. Because right. y'all are not making a wise decision. Like, like, whatever it is, there's not a great decisions to be made, but I can tell you there are worse decisions. And it sounds <laughs> like they were making a worse decision. Like, someone breaks their ankle doing what they're doing. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, you're screwed. Yeah, oh, you, you're in major annoying. trouble if you... And it's weird to think they're not acknowledging your humanity in any of this either. That's a little bit annoying. I'm well, sorry, but just like I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they, you know, they talked to me when they passed me. You know, we exchanged the pleasantries, and yeah, when it's easy, I'm saying yeah, but now well, it's and meaningful. Then, so maybe. they started coming back down towards me um, at at this point, running, and yeah, I'm still climbing up, and so that we're we're coming You've to made the point, different decisions. We clearly. made different decisions. Clearly, <laughs> we're coming to where they're passing, and. They, the the girl said something like, you know, uh, the lightning is too bad. We can't keep going. And I was like, well, where are you going to go? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. And then they kept running past me. Um, <laughs> and so okay. it was like, okay, well, you know, I could f- turn around and follow them, but I'm not going to run like they are. And where, like, there's no more cover back that way. So the only choice that I had really was to just keep going. Um, and the hail I at this point, odd. I do find your decision slightly odd, like go up, like, you know, I mean, I guess there is some form of cover with boulders up yes. there is what you're saying. And that's, right. that's the only reason that's the this only decision thing. is if, ludicrous. Well, <laughs> all right. So here, here's what I, basically I was thinking, well, there's zero cover. Every place that I can reach is equivalently dangerous. Um, except for, the, there's like some boulders up near the top where you know you could kind of hunker down in there and the wind and the hail won't be as bad and presumably the lightning wouldn't strike you when you're down in a crevice um, as opposed to exposed out in the open. Uh, I'm, I, I assume you're right. I honestly don't know how, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I assume you're right. So uh, that, was the only, that was the only reasonable goal However, it was still pretty far ahead, and I was already very tired, and the hail on the rocks made it even harder to climb because it was slick now. Because now the rocks were wet, and you're stepping on round little ice things, and so it makes it very, very slick. 
Are you just uh, hyper focused? Are you? Do you have an adrenaline rush? Are you? Is, has fear crept in, or is this just a very pragmatic? Like, no, all actually, right, it, like, just yeah, go. It, it was just pragmatic, just to go. Um, I was focused. I was very focused and paying, you know, but you're, attention. You daydreaming to, or thinking, oh, it's gonna be weird telling Daniel about this, or even big existential of, am I gonna die? Nope. I it was wasn't just hyped. Like you almost like narrowed in your focus. Well, until, I wasn't like, thinking get stuff done. No, I wasn't in fear for my life. Although, you know, you could make the argument that you know it was dangerous. There was it was a life threatening situation in a way. You know, certainly if lightning had struck me, then I would have died, um, most likely. Uh, yeah, it's always hard to to gauge the how close are you to being struck right. by lightning. It's like, well, right. like I don't know. I mean, I could have, you know, who knows? I may have been closer to death in many other times in my life and not known it. You know, driving on the road and the drunk driver yeah. woke up just as I passed. Or, you know, the the my pilot, you know, on my flight made a mistake but corrected it before anyone noticed or something. Yeah, like, yeah. who knows how many times you come close to death. Uh, and this it's time, an maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe if I had eaten my jerky at a different time, or you know, ha, you know, ha, had gotten there a little sooner or a little later, I would have been in a different place on the mountain, and my elect, my electrical field would have attracted lightning in a different way. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever the case was, I didn't get struck by lightning, and I continued plodding up the hill, up the mountainside, in the hail. The hail started coming even harder. Uh, and it was very cold. The wind started blowing extremely hard, enough to where like it would blow you off balance if you weren't careful. Uh, I didn't think about the temperature and how cold. Yeah, how cold do you feel? Are you shivering? Yes, cold, I started shiv- shivering very cold because I was soaking and wet. You're not at this wimpy point. when it comes to cold weather. You're not not wimpy. I am. No. So I'm imagining I would have been absolutely miserable. Does this rank up there? And like when it's when you're soaking wet and it's super windy, like. And there's ice falling around you, basically. This has to be one of the colder you've been. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, well, it was very cold. I was shivering. The actual temperature, I don't know what it was. It was probably... But you're very exposed, you yes. know? Yes. It was probably only alone. It was probably only 50 degrees, but the wind was blowing so hard, and the hail you know, and me being soaked made it feel much colder. Um, and like I realized after trudging up the hill and slipping on the rocks that there's just no way that I was going to make it to the boulders... Like I was so tired, and I and <sighs> I was just like, okay, well, I'll just sit down. I'll just sit down here, and I'll wait for the storm to pass. It's a summer storm; these things only last a few minutes usually. So I'll just sit. I'll just sit down, and I'll wait. And yeah, I was exposed. Man, that really shows how tired you are that you're just gonna rest. Like I rest in the middle. It's absurd sounding. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do? It was like well, your energy. Yeah, I, I can't point. make it further. Uh, and it's too slippery. I'll just sit down in the wet and get hailed on for a while. <laughs> and so that's, that's <laughs> and so that's what Sounds I did. Kind of like I'll give up for now. Like this is, <laughs> I just sat, I just sat down and I turned, you know, away from the wind and just waited on the waited on the hailstorm to pass. And it did pass. It took maybe fifteen minutes. Um, a long time. I'm a sure, long time to sit there. there. But you know, just sitting there, you have to keep in mind these were pretty epic circumstances so i was like you know it was exhilarating uh at the same time as all this is happening so i was like looking around and taking in this crazy scenery and the hail just covering the, the ground turned white you know from the hail falling everywhere uh wow. and does it know, look pe- like snow or does it look like something else i mean it, i mean from a distance it looks like snow but it's a bunch of little ice balls everywhere covering the yeah. covering the ground um, eventually, uh, eventually it passed, 
end, um, even though my arms were numb, my fingers were numb, and I was shivering, I finally, you know, it cleared up enough, and I was like, all right, well, I made it all the way here, time to climb to the peak. Everyone else on, <laughs> everyone else on the mountain is gone. The people have fled. You know, I'm the last one up. Uh, and so I, I did the rest and climbed. It was very hard because it was slick, and, my, and like I said, my hands were numb. And at the last part, you actually do have to climb a little bit up these. Uh, you feel, I feel a little proud of you for saying there's almost something stubborn about it. Like, no, well, what I'm, are you going to do? Turn around? This. You're going to turn around I mean, after the hailstorm? Like, yeah, you cut, your, you cut your losses and you say, I don't the, I think a lot of people would. The, the losses, if I was going to cut losses, I would have turned around at the first rumble of thunder. Um, and that would have been cutting losses, but I and endured. Maybe even the wise thing to do, but you don't know anymore. It's like screw it, I didn't do it, so right. now that I'm here, I'm gonna and go to the top. So, so you know, the losses, the the time for cutting losses had passed, and I was basically at the top. So I just climbed the rest of the way and was at the top, and then I got the magnificent view, and it was even it was different than the last time I had seen it because now there was snow you know, everywhere, and then the dark clouds at the top of Grand Teton, oh, and it was man. just, and the full panorama, 360 degrees, just amazing, amazing Was view. it also like, there were there dark clouds and bright yes. sun, like, yeah. and all of that? Yeah. Right, right, and it, so it was very dynamic, because, you know, it's just a summer storm, it's not like this huge area was covered by the storm, it was little pockets of dark, and pockets of sun shining through, you could see the snow shining in the sun on other peaks, and then dark, you know, these dark, oh, misty dear. clouds around. So, it, stunning scenery. Um, very cold. The wind when you're <laughs> on the on the peak is just like y- y- you're worried that a gust is going to blow you off. Um, are your so, feet soaked too? Are yeah, you my wet? feet. Are, I'm totally, I'm totally soaked through uh, at this point. Um, and so and I you're did. Saying it's, it's windy <laughs> enough to be a concern that you, about balance and yes. things like that. Yeah, so I didn't stay up there for long. I took my pictures, uh, and then I, you know, took in took in the view, and then I climbed down. You know how they say snow makes it quiet. Where this was it a unique? How did it? Was it quieter up there because of everything was coated or not necessarily? Like what sound? What was it? Is it hard to even hear anything when it's that windy? Kind of. Yeah, the wind. The wind was definitely, you know, obviously the most prominent noise. And when it's when people say that it's quiet in the snow. That's when there's a lot of snow and you have thick, you know, powdery snow that's absorbing the sound. This was, you know, a thin layer of hail yeah, coating right. the rocks. There's, there's and then no one there are, are birds making noise. No, like there's no birds. Around. No, there's birds. no birds. Are too, no birds yeah. up there. So there's nothing that high. to make noise other than wind and like yes. maybe like, you know, some anything reacting to the wind, but there's just yeah. nothing else. Right. Well, that's and when it's that windy, it's like Almost like, you know, wind in a microphone makes a noise. It does it to yeah. your ears, too. Yeah. So you're experiencing a lot of that. Well, that's the thing. Right before the hail started, it did get, like, the wind kind of paused, and it did get very ominously quiet. Um, and then, you know, and then the thunder that's so um, interesting would hit, and then, the, and then the wind and the hail came in. Is there any game plan you have when it's like, all right, time to go down. I'm soaking wet. This is going to suck. You're, you're, <laughs> you're aware it's going to suck. Is there any way to mitigate that suckiness? No. Or is it, there's just nothing, there's nothing to do. I well, mean, like, right. Is it tempting to take off your shirt and wring it out? No, or it was too cold. Or, or any, 
Okay. But well, like, and and it, I figured any offering you warmth though when it's soaking on your body. Like I just I just wonder if, is there any? Well, I figured know, it's just an absurd situation. I, I figured now that you know it's not getting wet anymore, and you know the humidity is relatively low after the storm passed, and I'm walking and exerting myself, and as soon as I start, you know moving around and get out of the wind, then I'll heat back up and my clothes will dry off. And that's what happened. So after I made it down from the peak and down the kind of plateau area um, and back down to kind of where the trails, where the jet out started, by the time I made it down to around there, um, I had dried off a little bit. I was still damp. Um, but your but feet are still going to be almost squishy. Like this is the kind of thing that can rub sores on or get wrinkly feet. I'm imagining this could be a problem. Yeah, well, there's nothing nothing you could do about that. It, yeah. Luckily, that didn't it didn't really um, didn't really happen that way. And as it turns out, my struggles weren't done. I didn't have I, you know I can't reach the climax of the story. Uh, I can't top that. But the denouement, uh, the denouement, <laughs> as you might say. Um, <laughs> I still had a couple of uh, a couple of travails left because you know, I was going down the long way. It wasn't as steep, but it was still long, and everyone on the mountain was gone. So I was like the only person left. I didn't see anyone for the remainder of the entire hike. And yeah. on this side of the mountain, I guess this is the side where all of the snow melt occurs, and so there's a lot of water. And actually, the trail being you know kind of a well-trod path that's kind of indented well when there's water around it turned into a stream so the trail the trail basically (laughs) my trail is a stream so i was trying to walk like on the side of it and then you would come to like snow patches that would just cover the trail and there would be no trail and so you'd be like okay well where do i go where's the next part of the trail and so you have to like walk over the snow which is slick and wet and try to find people's footprints and you get to the other side and you're looking around oh where's the trail maybe this is it and you walk and find it and then after you know an hour walking down i came across last year when i did this hike it was just a little trickle brook like little blip blip brook nothing i didn't even remember i didn't even really remember it just step over it but this time with all the snow melt and everything it was probably 10 feet wide rushing water two feet deep oh no <laughs> over over the trail and i kind of was stunned Ten feet wide, you're like what do you do i was kind yeah, of stunned because it was like well, how did people come up how did people come up here did they all go the steep way that i did or did they like what did they do here did they wade across yeah, did they know not to, to yeah just go up and down the steep way and that's just what they do yeah, I don't know what the story was, but like, I did. What, did. what did the hikers that, that ran in a panic, what did they do at this point? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know whether they went the steep way or not. But anyway, I had this body of water to cross in some way. So, you know, I was going up and did downstream. Did you fashion a raft? <laughs> well, no, I didn't fashion a raft. But I did, you know, I've been playing a lot of Legend of Zelda the last few weeks. Tarzan, so. swing across. <laughs> so, I, you know, my mind was in the mode to try to figure out a way to solve this problem. But l- luckily, I didn't yeah, have to. Two feet uh, deep is interesting, you know? Like, what do you do? It's not that deep. How do you, how can you get across? Yeah, I could have waded across. It was fast-moving water, so I was a little worried about that. Um, I thought about taking off my shoes and socks and, you know, wading across, tossing my backpack it's across so or something. Cold. <laughs> it would have been very, very cold. And so I just walked downstream until I found enough debris 
rocks or trees or limbs or whatever that I thought I might be able to cross on that stuff. Luckily, there was a, a relatively big tree that had fallen all the way across uh, and the water was kind of rushing over part of it. So it was kind of like, it looked like a little waterfall over the tree, but the layer of water over the tree was pretty thin and then part of it was out of the water. So I found a big stick that I could use for balance and I managed to, long story short, <laughs> high stakes, though. Very high care- stakes. it was high stakes, <laughs> yeah. very carefully cross on this tree across this rushing water uh, and make it across. And then, you know, I was really happy to make it across and I tossed my stick off into the woods and continued on thinking my troubles were done. But then there was another <laughs> stream, not quite as wide, but just as ferocious. Um, and this time I had no stick to use for balance and the, there, there was no tree um, spanning this one. It was like a, it looked like a beaver dam kind of brush, just, just assorted limbs and crap that had like piled up. Um, and so I very carefully made my way across that one. And then, then thankfully there yeah, were but no, that's, that could give way at any point. These crackling could, like twigish, you know, yes. is what I'm picturing. Yeah, like, that's what it was. And I had to very carefully test where I was placing my weight and luckily nothing gave way. Are you almost finding humor in how miserable this experience is? Like, or, or. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I, I laughed. You've, you've described a lot of physical physicality to this, but your mental state, you've not given me as much insight. It sounds like you were just like, nope, got to do this. Like, is that, is that a strategy of yours to not allow sort of emotional moment like, like later well, you can have the emotion but like this is just gotta like get stuff done mode I no guess. honestly i'll tell you my attitude was one of exhilaration like I, this was very this is what i enjoyed like it was very adventurous feeling and yeah. you know after the really hailstorm tested against the elements you know <laughs> the, the hailstorm was obviously very thrilling and then these little you know not knowing where the trail is but knowing generally that like I, there was no danger of me getting truly lost because you're kind of in a basin and you're going to end up in the same place more or less, yeah. no matter which way you go. So I wasn't that worried about getting lost. And um, the crossings were the stream crossings were annoying. And I was concerned, you know, if I if I fell in, then that would that would have made me mad. Then I would have been mad. Um <laughs> But I didn't fall in, and so it was okay. As long as nothing truly bad happened, then I could keep that spirit of adventure in mind, and that's kind of what my attitude was. I, although I Maybe did you've been emboldened, right? You've been when I came to the second it. crossing, I will admit that I did laugh and be like, "Are you kidding me?" Because I threw my stick away. Like I threw my balance stick away, and I could have just kept my stick, and it would have been a lot easier to cross. But whatever. So anyway, that's essentially that's the end of the excitement. I still had about four miles left to hike after that and so i hiked down um honestly they need to come in and shorten this hike by about three or four miles uh because it was a little a little long uh at the end but made it down and the parking lot was totally empty when i made it back i was my car was the only one there i made it down at six like 6 30 p.m so wow you left uh, it when 10 15 you said 10 15 in the morning i started and made it down at 6 30 so it was a full day so- and yeah, it was. I bet uh, you. Go ahead. My phone stats said it was thirty-three thousand steps, two hundred and ninety stories, elevation gain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty pretty grueling. And to put that in perspective, when I did like my 
32,000 or 33 or whatever recently it you know it'll give you like it gave me like 30 stories and it's weird because I'm walking on mostly flat lands I'm like man 30 stories I mean it's not completely flat you know there's a few hills around but nothing major Mm -hmm. so 30 stories like that's you know that's a that's a skyscraper and you're walking 290 (laughs) like yeah geez nuts it was nuts (laughs) but it was uh it was fun I bet you felt that dinner, first of all, I bet oh, you were like in the mood for a steak or something. I, that's exactly what I had. I came straight home and grilled a nice fat bone-in ribeye, and it was delicious. I was going to say, in a way, you earned that steak, and you, I bet you slept better than ever. No, I slept I terribly. Whole... I actually slept poorly really? because I was very sore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and people were shooting fireworks until about 1 a.m., so... <laughs> Well, I like the idea of the romantic notion in my head that you earned it, you ate your steak, your head hit the pillow, and you were just absolutely, you know, dead to the world kind of thing. But <laughs> freaking fireworks, you know, the yeah. nerve of people. Yeah, if I had a dog, oh then I would have been worried about my poor, poor I saw floofy. a product, ear, earmuffs for the dogs, essentially. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, they look goofy because it kind of pulls their eyes back, so they look very wide-eyed, <laughs> scared-looking with them on. Um, man, that that because I want to to visit you at some point, and I want to go potentially hiking. That would be know, a good hike. Be something. It would be a good yeah. hike to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would just say that it would be a good hike to do. I mean, it's something you could. Start- you've been twice though. It's like oh, I would do, do it again. I would do it again. A similar one, though, you know? I don't know. You don't get to see the Grand Teton at the top uh, from any of the others. Not not as... It's not as amazing as this one. This is definitely... Like, if you can do it, this is the hike to do. Uh, like, it's yeah. just... It's beautiful the whole way. Uh, all the other sites, yeah. too. Not it just at the so top. Pleasant. All of it was beautiful. It's just pretty hard, that's all. And, like, this time of year... I. I didn't realize how many more obstacles were going to be placed in my path because of the time of year. Uh, the snow and the uh, the water made it tough, made it a little tougher. Yeah. It's but, exciting. I'm thinking about how I would gear up differently. When you said you're just in shorts and a, and a t-shirt, were your shorts like athletic shorts or did they have pockets and stuff? I don't know why I'm asking that. Uh, they were just your normal, they were actually the H&M shorts that we bought before we went to Japan. Okay. So they're my yeah. same shorts that I've had for however many years, seven or eight years now, <laughs> six years. <laughs> I've forgotten about that moment. Yeah. And H&M's known for like low quality, like one season shorts. Dude, these are fine. Seven, they're fine years. shorts. Yeah. You don't need, like honestly, it's just like the weather is mild, assuming you're not getting hailed on. Like you don't need a bunch of goofy clothing and everything. Um, you know, it's nice to have a I hat. Have a pair of- to keep the sun out of your eyes. Hiking boots, though, that are like, well, they're, unfortunately, they're big and they're hulking and they're nice and they're waterproof and they're really great. And then I went on like a two-hour hike to break them in, and amidst that two-hour hike, they were rubbing me raw. Yep. To, I think it's just in need of breaking in. I don't think there's a bad fit or anything. So then it's like, well, when am I ever? Because that was a real pain. Because the the rubbing happened about an hour and a half in, meaning I had to walk yeah. half an hour with bloody like getting worse yep, yep, and, yep. and i was trying to change my gait you know just i've had to do that before points yeah and it was just absolutely and then and then you, you experience that the rubbing i mean that's like a two week oh yeah maybe a week or it takes so, a long like, time like to recover yes 
and you're and you're like oh i gotta wear shoes the next day can i just wear flip-flops you know that kind of thing so yeah um, anyway so it's like i'm i'm very hesitant like when am i ever gonna get these broken in because it certainly wouldn't be like bring those do that hike with you no. get two hours in and be like we're done you know yeah, you, you wouldn't <laughs> so, be able to continue yeah i right. personally i just wear whatever my most comfortable pair of tennis shoes is. And you wonder, there's got to be some wisdom in that. People might laugh at that, but I'm like, no, comfort should take your priority because yes, otherwise you're just going to risk rubbing and all that now, stuff like I did. If you're, you know, if you're walking through water and mud and stuff, then hiking boots are kind of a necessity. Um, or I guess you could go like, you know, kind of these uh, very airy, thin shoes that will dry off quickly. And my shoes are my tennis shoes are kind of like that. Um, they dry off quickly, but they're damp. You know, they still st- you know stay a little damp. Um, yeah. But I think that's the way to go because there's a lot of rocks that you're kind of balancing on and climbing. And I don't know. I just don't want big clunky boots. I want to be agile, uh, and the tennis shoes allow me to do that. Yeah, man, what an adventure. Yeah, definitely an adventure. I, now I'm gonna not do anything for like two or three weeks. Uh, I'm very sore. Go very sore today and <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to lounge around. I'm going to eat another steak today. Are you going to watch like an action movie, maybe like Top Gun or something, you know, eat a burger? You know. <laughs> no, whatever. It's very American. Probably not. I, I, I think I'm going to, uh, going to be a little less American on this July 4th than previous, uh, July 4th and just do my yeah. normal, do my normal weekend days. Eat some pizza, you know, Italian. <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh, that's it that's the story that was a good story glad you're alive me too you didn't learn you didn't really learn anything no nope. didn't change anything no nah. so you know experience is the bet is the best not at teaching in this case it's a companion <laughs> i suppose i don't know it just it, this thing happened that you went through yep a thing happened you get some good pictures <laughs> i did get some really good pictures i'll send them to you after this I do want to see them. All right. Do, 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 do. Bye. Over.